Hi, we're joining you live from an FBI surveillance van. Just kidding, guys. This is a sports desk podcast. You know what it is. Uh, we're going to be covering some uh, NBA tonight. Going to be getting into one of those scenarios. You know how it goes. What if the season ended today? It's not going to end today. It ends, I think, you know, like end of March, early April. But uh, if it did end today, we would be looking into what the playoff picture would be in that hypothetical scenario. We're going to do a deep dive into those matchups for you. I'm talking fast because I'm excited. Don't mind me. Um, on the back half of the show, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite NFL draft prospects. Just going to kind of run down a short list of guys we like early as the NFL Combine is going to be taking place this weekend. Going to try and keep it short, sweet, and to the point, covering all those things, NBA and NFL. And at the end, the very end, we're going to discuss some uh, things coming up in the future. So definitely stay tuned for that. And uh, away we go. What is up, gamer boys? Noah here. Uh, we're going to dive right into if the NBA ended right now, how would the playoffs look like? If the United States got nuked right now, how would Washington, D.C. look? Yeah, right. It's not a foregone conclusion. Still, uh, I'd be in a bunker. I think I'm going to build a bunker. Before we get into that, I've actually looked into building a bunker. Yeah, it, seems, some... it seems like if I was rich enough, like uh-huh. that'd be a good idea. Like yeah. it, it, you know how rich people buy like gold, and it's like always going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. I feel like a bunker is like gold. Like it's always going to be useful, because yeah. like a hurricane or something. Like you know. Yeah, I mean, and for starters, you know, you're white, so you you would spend money on something stupid like that. I'm also white, and this is a podcast. And according to Twitter, <laughs> a group of white men is a podcast. Yeah, so right. we are here. Don't want to. Hey, make, sure you, on that make sure you guys play us on aux at your uh, college parties, you know, what, whatever. Uh, so No pressure, don't do that. One, one guy that might want to go move into a bunker is LeBron James because the Lakers aren't nowhere near in the playoff hunt right now. Uh, I think they've only won like 26 games, 27 games. Yeah, something like that. I mean, he's literally aging on the court in front of our eyes. That man looks like he's really going through it. Um there's I mean, a song by Tupac. It's called To Live and Die in L.A. I mean, he was living when he signed with the Lakers, but he's slowly dying as the season goes on. You know, very, They're the 11th uh, seed right now. The oof, Timberwolves yeah. and Kings are above them. What a time Ouch. to be alive. Yeah, right. De'Aaron Fox calling out Ja Rule. Shout out to him. Fire Ooh, Festival. Yeah. yeah, shout out to a, 20, a 2019. Yeah, Fire Festival 2019. Jeez. All right, so let's bump over to the East. Uh, so basically, play or the season ended today. Milwaukee would be the number one seed, and they would be set to play the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, this is a sweep, right? Yeah, uh, feds I think we both can agree. Open the show talking about we're an FBI surveillance fan. Feds are gonna do a sweep in this instance. I like that segue, by the way. Oh yeah, fuck the Lakers. But hey, here's what's going on in the East. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great segue. I really uh. Appreciate you it. You know, if I was wearing a hat, I I would tip it off to you, uh, good sir. Uh, yeah, I think Milwaukee just takes care of business. Uh, yeah. Charlotte, you know, Kemba wants out. I think he's going to get out eventually. I want to say he's a free agent this summer, so 
He can. I think he has a, like a player option or something. Oh yeah, he'll he'll uh, he'll let the birds fly on that. He's he's good. Um, he's gonna choose his own destiny over the summer. Um, uh, every, everything checks out. But that is that is a sweep. We did, we've talked about Milwaukee. We've praised their depth. Um, next, what have could have should have hired Mike Budenholzer. But uh, yeah, he's just coaching the number one seed in the East right now in our hypothetical. Uh, you know, top seed if the season were to end today. So. Yeah, Nick's, and Nick's missed on another one. No one on the uh, Hornets can guard Giannis. I mean, not a shot in yeah, hell. Absolutely not. Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Frank Kaminsky, like who who's guarding him? This isn't the 2015 <laughs> national championship game. Frank Kaminsky's not guarding anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not even Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> All right, so we agree that's a sweep. Moving yep. down to the number two seed, Toronto would be set to match up against the Detroit Pistons. Now, this is a game I struggled with a little bit because I want to think Detroit would have a chance, but they really don't. I was I dove deeper into it, and Pascal Siakam and Gasol and Abaka, they are going to strap up Griffin and Drummond. Yeah. Like that, that they, Detroit doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, all this diving you're doing, I hope you're doing it in an indoor pool. It's still, you know, relatively cold here on the East Coast. So, uh, yeah. dude, don't swim outside. Don't do not do that. It's, Hypothermia. It's, that's stupid. Um, Yeah, Toronto really takes care of business here. I mean, I'll give Detroit one, you know, just so Eminem doesn't record a diss track against the sports desk. Um, I'll throw them one. And I think it's just because, like, Blake sports Griffin. Disc, sports disc on the worst. <laughs> no, I, don't, I can't even do it. <laughs> I don't even. You're going to give me nightmares. <laughs> driving Where's... a car. Driving a car for. <laughs> driving a car, put it in park. Pull it up on uh, Green Bay, come Bart Star. Oh Battle God. scars. <laughs> I don't want to play even... that video, but if I did, like, we would get copyrighted. We would get copyrighted. They're watching us. Nah, but I would give Detroit one game, in all honesty, just because I think Blake's going to have a good night. Like, if Toronto slips up or something, you know, you just give him one. Just give him a little, hey, thanks for thanks for stopping by. Oh, no. Copyright. I'm seeing that with Danica Patrick. <laughs> I'm seeing that, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, yeah, that's all I'm doing. Just give him a taste. Um, Everybody's got a smartphone. All right, moving on. Uh, another point before I move on. Uh, Toronto is also very deep. Mm-hmm. Detroit is nowhere near deep. Uh, I think they go. They're shallow. Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. Drummond, Reggie Jackson. Who the hell cares? Yeah, who's the next? Uh, Luke Kennard, throw him in there. <laughs> That's um, sad though. Like I haven't been following very much Kawhi, basketball. Kawhi, Pascal Siakam, Gasol, Gasol, Lowry. Green. Green. Uh, Norm Powell. OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. Abaka. <laughs> They're just going I down mean, the list. shit. Fred Van Fleet's coming back soon, yeah. too. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, uh, they don't stand a chance. Nah. All right. Moving on. Um, the Indiana Pacers would be the number three seed. They would be set to play uh, Brooklyn, the number six seed. This is an interesting game. Um, I have Brooklyn winning the series. Yeah, I, I only have Brooklyn because of, you know, what happened to Oladipo. Very uh I th- Honestly, very if Oladipo would be healthy, I think I would still go with Brooklyn. I, I can I can see that. I mean, you do you do kind of have to, you know, slot and upset somebody's way. And I think the three versus six matchups in both conferences are really interesting. Yeah. 
um, definitely worth taking a look at. You know, seriously, like I also top think... seed matchups are pretty much just a foregone conclusion. But um, I think Brooklyn has found something. They're they're another deep team. D'Angelo Russell. say that though. Yeah, D'Angelo <laughs> Russell's playing like his hair's on fire, dude. I mean, he's probably. I tweeted it the other day. He's probably the most improved player in the league. You know, albeit Pascal, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, there's a few guys you could lump in there, but he's he's close to the top of that. He's conversation. an all star. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no doubt, no doubt. He's it's really, also funny uh, that we opened out. the show talking about wearing a wire, <laughs> and D'Angelo Russell did wear a wire once. Uh, Straight snitch. <laughs> I also think uh, Brooklyn's going to make a push here down the stretch to be a top five seed. Yeah. Uh, they definitely are playing like one, and they just got Dinwiddie back. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Levert back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's and, uh, I mean, who on this Indiana team is, like, that interesting, you know? Besides Miles Turner. Like, uh, intriguing player. Donovich? Yeah, exactly. Like... Thaddeus Young might Collison. still be hanging around. Collison, Zard. I mean, it's just a bunch of really good role players. And then yeah. Oladipo is really—he really found his wings last year. But I just—I know they traded. I just don't or, think there's I know enough they here. Signed Wesley Matthews, but like he's a rental. I don't yeah. think he's going to be too invested. And for a guy who doesn't have a ton of playoff experience, I don't think he's going to really care either way. But I mean, yeah. that's not to say he can't go out there and catch fire. He's—he's a, he's a good, uh, you yeah. know, good. Volume score off the bench has a nice shot. So I mean, Indiana is just going to coast the rest of the season. I think they'll mm-hmm. they'll definitely make the playoffs. Yeah, because it's the East. Yeah, they're but in neutral. I don't see them making a run. At I any could point. see this. I could see this being flipped. Nets are the three seed. Call me crazy. Yeah, I could. And too. Indiana's was, the six seed. I was seed. just going to say that. Yeah, you could flip these roles around. But I think I think Philly. And as we move on to our next matchup here, Philly and Boston, the four five yeah. matchup. It's the most that's, interesting. That's the one everyone wants to see. I out mean, of all the playoff yeah, get your matchups, yeah, it's. Um, we were talking about this off air, but it's really intriguing to think about who's going to guard Ben Simmons, because, as you said off air, he doesn't have a three point shot, but the way he plays, like if they don't step to him, he makes that pass. You know, like uh, I, I don't see anyone on this Boston team, like who's going to guard Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum, like who, who, Al Horford. Yeah, if you get into the <laughs> like, to the semantics of all this, especially with the with the rebuff 76ers. Mm, excuse me. Um, mm, that was juicy, delicious. If you get in, was uh, that the cupcake? Uh, no, it was baked chicken and uh, corn. <laughs> Same difference. As long as it's not on the on Jake's laptop, it's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really think the the matchups in this particular series are you know the most interesting. To be honest with you, uh, it's the the two you know the two teams who have the most animosity towards each other. Uh, you know, Philly, Philly Boston's always a pretty interesting one. Eagles and Patriots just played in the Super Bowl, so just like a, there's a lot of animosity on the line. This is as five on five as it gets. Um, yeah. I mean, like, think about the matchups. Point guard, Kyrie, Ben mm-hmm. Simmons. Shooting guard. If ben Simmons really sticks Kyrie. That's so petty. <laughs> that's so petty. That's no, how I'm deep just saying, the Sixers are, though. Position-wise. Yeah. Uh, shooting guard, J.J. Redick. And who's playing the shooting guard for them? Jaylen Marcus Brown. Smart. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown, yeah. Uh, that's one thing about the Celtics. They can't plug the right people in. Like, we're sitting here twiddling our thumbs, like, saying who could start – it feels like they have seven stars, but 
they never get the right guys in at the right time. Like they're well, like the formula is just off. That's an interesting thought, though, because is there such thing as too many good players? Yeah, I think they're overloaded at that yeah. like two to three range. You know what I'm because saying? Because you like, have to think about the guys there. that can play two to three: mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward. Uh, I'm missing a few. I'm Ky- Kyrie Ro- can play too. Rozier. Rozier. Um, just wing guard combo players. I mean, yeah, they, uh, in general, I think they still got Ojale hanging around. Then you have the three, Jimmy Butler, versus he's not even Gordon a true Hayward. Three. That, that's what makes the Sixers interesting. Jimmy Butler is naive. He's not really a true three. Yeah, I mean, but, it'll I mean, say they, like guard slash four, but his, his strengths are guard. So you have Ben Simmons who yeah. can't shoot a three. You got to throw JJ in there. The uh, the seventy sixers, it's almost like they're running a three guard front with two big guards. Like that's a yeah. that's a mismatch in and of itself. And then you got your floor stretcher, Tobias Harris, and then you got Embiid. I think Embiid's due to put uh put Horford in a freaking body bag. I think the time has come for uh for uh, Joe Embiid to yeah. do the to do the basketball thing and just go the, go the hell off. Um, I I got this series going four three, but that's just kind of because I want to see yeah. it go four three. I don't I, think I, it's gonna. I think it'll go seven games. I th- I think Brad Stevens is too smart of a coach to not let it go seven. I, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from on that. I think Kyrie is just gonna say like, all right, it's me time. Like y'all have really effed me over the whole season. I think they should trade Gordon Hayward at the end of the season. Really? Trying to fit him in the lineup, he just I, I don't know. I feel like he causes more, you know, it not 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 himself, but his presence and. The minutes that Stevens tries, you know, his, trying to force his minutes, it's kind of uh, corrosive to the team. Yeah. And I feel like all those guys, like you're not, you know, you're Jalen I mean, Brown, yeah. you're Smart, Terry Rozier, they're all they're all system guys. Well, so what's like, interesting is they were they're in the AD mm-hmm. rumors, the trades to get Anthony Davis. Well, you lose Kyrie unless you restructure his contract. And, uh, well, they can sign him after this year. Like, oh, is that after how that this works? Off season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but. It's interesting because Jason Tatum is like the main piece in those trades. So mm-hmm. you get rid of Tatum, bring in Anthony Davis. You got to keep Hayward around, and I mean, it just gets know. it gets he's weird. Been, he's been a lot better than he was the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I would have loved to. It, have it's seen a weird him price stay. you have to pay. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him stay on the Jazz with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but they would have never gotten Donovan Mitchell. That's, yeah, that's true. You're right, because that was the pick that, with which he was drafted, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It would be. It's, it. It just begs the question. Not that it logistically makes sense, but one of those things you can kind of, you know, um, you can hypothesize on. But yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be a great series. I mean, uh, to the extent that these that things stay the same, and I think they very well could. But uh, then again, with this rebuff 76ers team, they could they could catch fire at any time. So. Who's to say this will stay the same? But ideally, I would like it see, like to see it stay the same because, like we said, this is a this is a you know. A, Besides that, Indiana, yeah, Brooklyn switch. This is I'd a like uh, street fight. Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a street fight matchup right here. Um, moving over to the West. Moving back to the West. Before moving back to the post, West. Post post shitting on LeBron. Going back to Cali, Cali. Cali. Oh God. Uh, number one seed would be Golden State. They would play the number eight seed, San Antonio. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 
hot take here and say, even though I was shitting on it earlier, I'm going to say that the Lakers are the number eight seed by the end of the season. Yeah. Just because it, like, Le- it, it's LeBron. LeBron. LeBron's going to pull some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I don't Again, see. this segment is geared around if it ended today, but I could see the Lakers being yeah. a great seed. And that would be such more of an exciting game than... Dude, such more. Such more. So much more. Su- nah, such more. Such more. We're <laughs> such more of an exciting series. Um, Still think the feds do a sweep and LeBron goes home crying. He, he might as well come out bald next season. Um, Yeah, he's stressing there. He did there that in one LA. season, two seasons ago. Yeah. And he when was he was dancing with the, to the T. Grizzly song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, like, T- rubbed his face. T. Grizzly got big promo from that. <laughs> Shout out to T. Grizzly. But, yeah, uh, Golden State, whoever the hell they play, it's a sweep. I mean, yeah, it's a foregone I mean. conclusion at this point. Uh, you, you said you're going to go out on a limb? Ka- uh, Kawhi went out on a limb the last time that, uh, that uh, <laughs> San Antonio played Golden State in the playoffs. It's funny. Ouch. Dirty. Shout out to Zaza. Um, Zaza Pachulia. Then you have the number two Denver Nuggets playing the number seven Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. It's weird that this is the L.A. team that's going to make the playoffs if it started today. <laughs> I don't think they'll make the playoffs if at the end of the season. Yeah, um, I mean, you, I, got, you have a lot of teams pushed from the bottom still, like you yeah. said, Sacramento. I, th- I think Sacramento is going to make it. Minnesota. Sacramento has been playing its ass off. Marvin Bagley's had a nice week, or, you know, past week or so. I've noticed he's been significantly more productive he's good off the bench so uh, i mean if you can get him the going, spurs are 33 and 29 mm-hmm. the kings are 31 and 29 it's literally a difference of playing basketball yeah. games that's and the spurs are three and seven in their last 10 yeah so they're trending down yeah i see a team like kings, the kings are six pick- and four though yeah so. I, I see a team like the kings picking it up um you know for all intents and purposes though two versus seven denver versus la uh the clippers I think Denver just takes care of business. I got him going 4-2. Uh, we've heard rumors of Michael Porter coming back. I haven't seen a sufficient yeah, timetable. Yeah, that's table, something. But something to keep an eye on. Um, I saw a, like a pro, you know, a pro Denver uh, media site said yeah. that you know he's been shooting around pretty, Dude, pretty painful. I wonder if Michael Porter still dates that one girl from the uh, the game plan. Oh, Madison the- Pettis or whatever her name is. Oh my. God. Yeah, that's that's a that's that's a glow up of the century. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that that's that's pretty sicko mode of Michael Porter. If he still dates her. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, uh, in, mo bomb in, in terms of a uh, sicko mode, far better song. <laughs> uh, in terms of in terms of this podcast and this segment, though, I got Denver rolling four two, Rocky Mountain High in that series. Uh, OKC Utah rematch of last year. I Denver think is deep. Yeah, Denver is go Denver is deep, and I, I can't wait for Will Barton to come back straight out of Baltimore. Stupid Will Barton. You all, y'all know nothing about Will Barton. Um, shout out Will Barton. That's my who mistake. Nah, uh, who Malik Beasley? He yeah. balls out. Been solid. He comes off the bench for like ten minutes a game. Dude, I, I got one for out. you. I got one for you. Just bear with me. Nikola Jokic. Oh, yeah. MVP candidate. He's just disgusting. There's no one like he's a unicorn. There's no one like him in the league. Yeah. As yeah. far as what he can do. But uh yeah, Denver rolls, man. There's definitely no one like a unicorn. 
I mean, when you think about it, unicorns have horns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, only Porzingis. Ah, yeah, you're right. I'm saying, like, nobody in the NBA has a horn on their head. Porzingis does. You just have to look closely. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were talking about OKC Utah. I have a feeling that goes a lot different this time. No, yeah. Uh, OKC is so much better defensively than they were last season. Yeah, Paul George Paul also George isn't is a role player this Also season. MVP G13. Hmm. That's a tongue twister right there. A lot of letters there. Say that seven times faster <laughs> in an elevator. MVP G13. That's uh, what's up. And then Utah is just nowhere near as good mm-hmm. offensively. Uh, they're still pretty good defensively. I mean, their entire starting five is like a B-plus perimeter defense in hmm. 2K. Uh, Hell of a grade. But... Uh, I can see. I can see clearly now. The rain I can see gone. Rubio and like Mitchell kind of containing Russell Westbrook. I can see Gobert strapping up Stephen Adams, obviously. But who on the bench is covering Schroeder? Who is covering Paul George? Yeah, Schroeder. Dude, Joe Ingles. Is Joe Ingles covering Paul George? Is Joe Ingles covering Paul Paul, 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 Paul Paul George? Not in this political climate. No, he's not. Yeah. Uh, I think that... I'm going to say right now, this is going to be a 4-1 series. I got it going... I got it going 4-2, uh, but... Uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell is even... Up? I was looking up Don, some of Donovan Mitchell's <laughs> metrics. He's even dropped off a little bit this season. So I mean, yeah. He's, slight sophomore. I, I just saw an article said Donovan Mitchell is the worst finisher around the rim this year. And uh, I, I could believe it. Yeah, I've uh, I've watched a, few, a handful of Jazz games. Um, jazz games are so boring to me. Their arena is fresh, I will say, and they have like those alternate uniforms and that are cool. If you're a Utah fan, I want all the smoke. But yeah, good your luck. games are like the worst to watch. <laughs> You guys have no one besides Kyle Korver that can shoot a three beyond like three inches of the three point line. Dude, they got Joe Ingles. A three is a three though. Like you're just a hater. No, I'm just point. saying like, or you have Donovan Donovan Mitchell who tries to like alley oop dunk thirty times. Donovan a game. Mitchell plays like he's at Free State <laughs> every night. Like he's just, I feel like he's just so out of control, trying to do so much. Yeah. But uh, Kyle yeah, Corver I mean, plays like he's me at Free State, just airballs threes. <laughs> just the uh, I I just think the way OKC is this year, like you said, that bench depth, Paul George finally, yeah, um, being and, uh, pro- being promoted, he got promoted in the OKC staff, guys, because uh, Russell Westbrook said he, he said he could come out of the corner and play some offense. Yeah, right, dude. Last year it was fuck Russell Westbrook to the <laughs> bank. That guy was hogging i'm glad he had a revelation this year and saw like hey man you know i got one of the i got one of the most unique uh scoring talents in the league he can beat you so many ways maybe i should pass him the ball instead of <laughs> instead of shooting whoop-de-doop alley alley-oop threes i mean i think he realized that court. that's not a recipe to win you gotta pass the ball yeah, a few yeah times. I and cry, he i cry at Rus- russell westbrook for that i'm a russell Westbrook. he was hater. passing the ball he was averaging a triple double <laughs> like he was passing the ball but mm-hmm. it, he they weren't I, I don't think it falls on Westbrook. I think it's the way that uh, – who's their coach? Billy Donovan still. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Uh, I'm tripping. I was is going Billy to say Do- Is Billy Stevens. Donovan still hanging around No, yeah. There? Billy Donovan is definitely still I just still wanted to be right sure because I thought I saw that shit. White, white guy that looks like he came from the Brad Stevens factory. 
Billy Donovan looks like a mean ass principal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I think uh the way PG played last year is definitely due to the system and mm. the high usage rate of Westbrook. I mean, yeah, PG, if you look at PG there was has a, been the system. There was a stat on Twitter and it was about uh like usage rate. And Paul George's is up from last season, like 30%. Yeah, he was just catch and shoot last year. Yeah. Same with Melo. Not that Melo's any good, but... uh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, Melo's yeah. never been a catch and shoot guy. When, when I play basketball, I call people who, who just chuck and, just, you know, triple threat jab step and just chuck. I call them Melo all the time. They're just chucking, hogging. Am I Melo? No, no, no. I mean... I can be a Melo sometimes. Nah, you're not a Melo. I call it. I called. Um. I called Nate Mello the other night. Ooh. I mean, uh, yeah. He yeah, went yeah. pretty sicko mode, like overall. But he, I, at it really point, makes he me mad. Really makes me mad how he, before he shoots a three, he like looks at the ground or like at the three point line. He Have you noticed made, that? He's just making sure. Like it, it, it bothers the shit out of me. Yeah. Every time he like takes a pause, he catches the ball. Him and I can't be on the same team, but just know he's nice as fuck. It's just because we're both ball dominant players, but just no, um, nice. yeah, we're we're gonna have a free state live episode uh, coming pretty soon, so probably yeah, no, but uh, we're we're hanging on to this OKC series. Paul, <coughs> Paul George finally getting the touches he deserves. OKC very deep, takes care of business. Uh, Portland and Houston, what you thinking? I think Houston wins this easily. Yeah, I got Houston. I got Houston four one. Yeah, I mean if Capella's there, mm-hmm. I mean uh, the pick and roll with. James Harden and Capella was brutal last season. Same with, I mean, Paul Paul got hurt. Like, uh, how many games was that into the playoffs? Um, when was, last year? Yeah, he got hurt during the Golden State series. Yeah. Right. I think he did. Man, my memory is so bad. Especially when it comes to the NBA, I just yeah, I'm just scared. The NBA is just it because it's, it's a monolith, dude. I can't imagine you with the MLB. Like, because that's so many more games you have to, like, keep track of. Well, I mean... Like, the NFL is so easy because it's just 16. MLB's a lot more, like, news-heavy, though. Like, I could talk about, like, oh, you know, uh, Carlos Correa hit for the cycle today, or um, Max Scherzer threw a, took a took a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Like, it's a lot more, you know, like, anecdotal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could just pull, like, events and happenings. Like, I'm not going to talk about how... Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get super well, no, that's, super wonky. What I'm the MLB saying unless is, unless I have someone on for the MLB. What I'm saying is that the NBA, it's 82 games, so it's like just a giant uh, blur. It's literally double that for the MLB, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. It uh, is a lot more ground to cover. I feel you. Um, but yeah, no one on Portland can guard James Harden. Not even Joseph Nurkic. No way, dude. <laughs> you sure? No, not at all. Not even their four power. Their I four love, other power forwards. I would love to see. Evan Turner try to guard James Harden. Dude, that three spot, they haven't had a good three since probably Clyde Drexler, and he was technically a two. Scotty Pippen. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, he was on the twilight of his career. Not that Scotty Pippen's not good, because obviously one of the best defense, one of the best two way players ever, but. Yeah, he was at the limelight of his career. Jake Lehman. Jake Lehman. Silence. <laughs> Jake Lehman. Al Farouk Amino. Shout out to Maryland. Shout out to the Terps. 
They've been balling recently. Yeah, Wisconsin's going for their 20th win tonight. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Wisconsin we, sucks. We, we always poke our head in the tournament, though. Huh? Like, we always poke our head in March Madness, though. Like, we could Who, suck. Wisconsin? Yeah, we could suck right now, but March Madness, we're, we're usually pretty fine. Wisconsin is just the worst. Nah, they'll break they'll break your freaking heart. We lost to Western nah, Kentucky. I only say that shit. because you're a Wisconsin fan. Yeah, pers- I, I could since care Since 2015, less. personally triggered. Uh, yeah, I, I just think Houston takes care of business yeah. here. here uh, back Portland. To, back to the topic. I yeah, think. Portland. Uh, Portland just does not have. They they just have such an unwillingness to change. Like yeah. you see it over the years, they it's have a- not gone out and made any moves to get <laughs> any worthwhile forwards you know it's literally what i said in the trade deadline episode Mm -hmm. we did like they are the same exact situation as lowry and derozan it's the same thing every year they do really good in the regular season and then they peak and then it's downhill from there damian lillard is a franchise guy Mm -hmm. cj mccollum is not that good trade him bradley beal over cj mccollum Bradley Beal over C.J. McCollum, definitely. Oladipo over C.J. McCollum. Oh, yeah, definitely. Booker easy. over C.J. McCollum. Oh, easy. DeRozan over C.J. McCollum. Easy. Evan Fournier over C.J. McCollum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overstate my welcome. Yeah, it's like playing hide-and-seek with a little kid. It's like you count, and you can still see them, you know? And they're like, can you still see me? It's like, no, nah, like, go further. No, no, it's like playing catch with a little kid. The hide-and-seek is a bad analogy. <laughs> It's like here, no, keep going back up. You need to be careful making analogies with uh, little kids. Yeah, my name is not. Um, <laughs> this is not a Law and Order SVU episode. Uh, it's a Sports Test podcast episode. Uh, Law and Order SVU, great show. Still on Netflix until March first. So. Alrighty, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to our top three favorite draft prospects of yes. 2019 NFL draft. My body is ready. Bennett has been sending me different mock drafts or different takes on the mock or asking me, have you seen this mock draft for the past fucking four weeks? Good. Uh, so, I, I mean, we've only talked about the draft like every episode, but now we're going to dedicate it its first segment besides Just the... Just a little dip. Oh, no, no, no. We've done one other segment besides mock, the mock draft. Yeah. I'm our say, I'm our saying, next mock is post-combine, by the way. We're just going to wait kind of... Feel out uh, some combine performances. There's some people I want to see. We'll talk see. about it at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Make them, make them stay. Make them listen. Yeah. yeah um, I'll just uh, stop there. So you want to go first? I want to go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. All right. Me, me, me. Um, yeah. So just a just a straight doorbuster right out of the gate. That might be an oxymoron, but uh, <laughs> DK Metcalf definitely. You know, one of my uh. One of my top guys to watch. His draft stock has been climbing. I'm mad that you took that. He's my favorite. Who DK uh, DK Midcalf? <laughs> yeah, he, he's like uh, he's definitely my favorite prospect. But, oh yeah, no doubt. But I can't do it because you did it. You, well, so. you took Devin White, so we're even. Oh, all right. It's a nice little well, trade off. Yeah, uh, now you're giving yeah, D- away my pick. DK Metcalf stock is rising. Um, Bench pressed a hundred pounds. At first grade. What the hell was I doing in first grade? I wasn't even doing my own taxes Dude, I, yet. I was like going to the zoo. He probably went to the zoo in first grade. He just bench pressed on like, you know, like twice a week. Dude, he bench pressed like a tiger. This isn't an, uh, 
How much did Tigers weigh? Wrong meeting. Um, <laughs> Steve Brown's <laughs> birthday was the other day, but uh, yeah, I mean DK Metcalf. As far as he goes, if you don't know his name by now, just Google DK Metcalf workout photo, and uh, that dude is yoked. Like he is, uh, he is what the Tattletale Strangler is to SpongeBob, <laughs> minus all like the uh, the insidious references that are in that. Episode, Needs to improve but, his route running, but he's a freak of nature. Yeah, and it's, as far as, you know... His hands are incredible. Yeah, yeah, he's got the strongest hands in the draft. Um, You know, great measurables. He's going to do very well at the combine. I think that's what's really going to, you know, lure teams towards him. I feel like yeah. I feel like he's a stronger DeAndre Hopkins. Like, DeAndre Hopkins Ooh. didn't have, like, the uh, the super big route tree coming in, but uh, he's, he's only gotten better. So, I think that's a, you know, the lack of a route tree is a very coachable thing. And, yeah. uh... Especially if you go thing. to a team with a nice yeah, scheme for offense. Exactly, exactly. I hope he gets an ideal situation and he doesn't have to, you know. I mean, it would be bend, a perfect fit for him to go to the Ravens, but mm-hmm. I really don't want him to go to the Ravens right. because I've been talking about this for the past few weeks, but the Ravens have never drafted and, like, groomed a really good wide receiver. Exactly. They've always, like, signed guys like Bolden. Yeah, ja- I mean, Jack made a good point Zada. last week. He, they could easily snag up Tate. Uh, that's a good rental. Yeah. Well, uh, he, he said on a podcast today, actually, he he wants to go to New England. Oh, man. What a cock, dude. Fucking kill fuck myself. Fuck out of here. Robert Kraft wants to go to New England, but he, he's going to jail. He's going to Jupiter. <laughs> Get more stupider. <laughs> the FBI uh, <laughs> is probably going to break down his door any minute, followed by Dave Portnoy. What are you guys talking about Bob Kraft for? Go, go taste some pizza, fuckhead. Yeah, right. Uh, we like Dave, but uh, not in that instance. He oh, was very... Fuck, fuck Dave. Fuck Dave Portnoy? I'm calling him out right now, little bitch. Uh, no, nah, I like Big Cat. Why fucking Carson Wentz going to rub his nuts, his gingery nuts all over your face. Oh, see, <laughs> see, we can't be we can't be making teabag threats on here. Fuck, this is why we don't have ad reads anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm we talk about Carson Wentz. Yeah, we're, nuts. we uh, we're scapegoated uh, more than the Patriots. Lob me a prospect. I'm getting bored. All right, um, my I'll I'll do Devin White since you gave it away. Devin mm-hmm. White, a linebacker out of LSU. He is by far the fastest linebacker I've ever seen with my own two yeah. eyes. He's faster than a a raccoon on Thanksgiving dinner. Faster than Forrest Gump when he breaks out of his uh, out of his braces. <laughs> out of his braces. Uh, what do I have written down for him? High motor. Mixture of speed and size is perfect for today's NFL. Uh, he's been compared to Ray Lewis. He's been compared to Patrick Willis. He's been compared to – he was a running back in high school. I mean, come on, guys. I'm pretty sure he was a five-star running back in high school, which is yeah, he insane. Was, he was supposed to replace uh, Fournette. Yeah. That's why, like, LSU was on him, you know, during the recruiting phases. He was supposed to uh, – replace Leonard Fournette just be like that power back that LSU is known so well for yeah. um he's, uh, he, just, he's an animal he's just he's um great physical talent for sure he's really raw in that he doesn't take the best angle to play sometimes he still kind of tackles um a little too high on some plays. but again that falls like if he falls to a team with a good defensive scheme yeah it's I mean, it's awesome why why Dude, if he you... plays in a three four Oh, they were talking on. about him going to Denver. I, I like that move. Oh my God! Please. If he's there at ten, dude, give it, stop. Give me the loot. 
was off the Remy. Had a. Uh, nah, it's okay. Other another another day. Um, Obama. Yeah, he um he he's still raw in that regard, but I think all his small flaws for what they are are pretty coachable. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see his instincts grow at the next level. And if he gets a guy like Vic Fangio, stop. Mm. Mm. Come on, now I'm getting, uh, getting excited. Yeah, get my juices yeah. flowing. All right, uh, I'll do my next prospect. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, safety mm. out of Florida, actually defensive back. Who knows where he'll be drafted? Yeah. To play, uh, he can play anywhere on the field. He is by far the smartest defensive back in this draft. Out of safeties, out of corners, out of, out of anywhere, Nichols, <laughs> any position. Dimes, I think he might be one of the smartest players. Period. No matter what the position, he's. Uh, I would love for him to go to Philly. Uh, we could use him over there. McLeod is uh, not. A, as good as everyone thinks he is and this would give you guys another he, he's very like ed reed like he just plays all over the field like yeah. troy palomalu that style of play yeah absolutely just like that aggressive like he i could see what you mean those are very you know um pro, like progressive comparisons but dude i saw the video of ed reed blocking or not he he was defending the punt oh, today yeah. again. Like that video resurfaces every like two months. But he like goes to block the punt and then runs full field and makes the tackle or like makes a hit and it's oh my god. Yeah, he's a good he's a I good run him. defender I miss too. Him. But I think he would uh, I love looking at him now. He has like gray in his beard. He looks fucking insane. Tough, it's awesome. Tough as shit. Just he just looks like he lives in a mountain. Yeah, you still like Dude, it's imagine, one of those things like does ed reed live in a mountain it's in worth a cave it's worth looking into but um <laughs> for all intents and purposes even though he doesn't wear pads on sundays anymore it's like you still wouldn't fuck with ed reed not yet he'd yeah. still knock your shit out in yeah. five four like i i like chauncey Gardner johnson a lot is he a first round guy yeah. if he tests well at the combine i think he could be a first round guy he could I mean, sneak in there I think teams are really just getting around to Nasir Adderley, whereas we were kind of out in front on that. Where we were, let's give ourselves a little credit, you know. We were we were out in front on that. Uh, we were saying how he could be a late first round guy, uh, safety yeah. out of Delaware. So was Bengal. I, <laughs> dude, chill, chill, chill. I've seen him in a lot of mocks, including Bengals. That uh, he's in, he's there in the late first round. He's a favorite for the Seattle Seahawks. To replace uh, replace Earl Thomas there, the disc- very disgruntled Earl Thomas. So uh, I mean, Chauncey Gardner, if uh, if he tests well at the combine, I think he could definitely come around in the same way that uh, that uh, Adderley has. But um, yeah, definitely keep an eye on him. That's a name to really watch there, late yeah. first round. Um, I mean, especially uh, with the combine coming up, really keep an eye on him and he's how he's a tests. diamond in the rough. Yes, he is. I like hearing that sound on Madden when you get a diamond in the rough. It's like. It's like the most pristine sound, but um, yeah. Let me let me give you one of mine. You like this guy? I'll, I'll tell you what, man. You like this guy? Right. Jakai Polite, mm-hmm. Florida edge rusher, freak athlete, insanely quick get off. Got exceptional bend for his size. I do want to see him get technically a little better, like hand usage and stuff. But yeah. His dip is great for his or his bend, I should call it, is great for his size. Um, very quick off the ball. He's got like basketball player type 
um, athletic moves. I just want to see him be able to use his hands a little more yeah. as he gets to the next level because often the good offensive linemen are, you know, they excel at hand usage and technique. So I want to see him be able to match what he's going to be seeing on the other side of the he's ball a freak athlete, at the next yeah. level. Yeah, great athlete. I think just on that alone, A, he's going to test well at the combine um, just on the measurables and stuff. But if, if he can get, you know, in the – in the good graces of a good defensive, you know, defensive line coach, good defense in general. If he can inhabit a good situation, um, Seattle would be a good spot for Ooh. him, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, working alongside Frank Clark to the extent that they retain him, I think he could really learn a lot there, you know, as far as hand usage goes from a more interior guy. One of the best abilities to, like, turn the corner mm-hmm. I've seen in a draft prospect in, like, my three years of actually watching draft prospects film. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's a he's a great athlete. Um and another thing about him is what makes you know, what makes his ceiling makes his potential so high is all his you know, all his flaws for what they are, they're coachable. So it's he doesn't yeah. have anything that really that really sticks out. Like we'll uh once we get you know, once we get to this the next mock, we'll we'll clarify why we have some guys kind of falling out of out of, you know, higher higher spots in the first round and it's 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 because they have flaws that are less coachable than that of a Jakai Polite or a Devin White, but we'll uh, we'll disclose those names at a later date. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll give the people another one. This yeah. is a pretty predictable one. Another uh, one. Quinn and Williams. I mean, everybody knows his name by now that that follows this stuff to the extent that we do. Second best prospect in the NFL draft. Yeah, I mean, Nick Bosa has been pro ready since high school. Yeah, you can't really fault that. His brothers um, and all pro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just it's in the family. It yeah. really is. Uh, I, Nick Bosa, uh, that's just the guy. But um, enough heaping praise on who the guy who's already number one, Quinn <laughs> Williams, easy number two in my opinion. Um, just his his ability, his technical ability coming out of college, it's it really does warrant the Aaron Donald comparisons. Like you see guys, you yeah. know, who are a presence in the middle, who are quick off the ball. He's all that with technical ability I saw, and great play recognition. I saw a good one. It was like prime Sue. I can dig that. Yeah. I, I can dig that. I, I think he's got um, more pass rushing upside, but from just a, a guy who can blow up a play at yeah. any given moment, um, he um, yeah, he's, he's phenomenal in that aspect. And I really like – I was watching some film of his. I really like how he's, he uses his hands very well. And he, um, he's not he he's not the guy who's just gonna blow you over. He's good side to side, and he can he's very good, you know, being good um, laterally and being able to shed blocks and recognize the play in using your hands and you know shed then shedding your block accordingly. Yeah. He's very technically sound. It gets him to the ball quicker. Um, it allows him to take better angles. He doesn't give up on plays either. I mean, he's very quick for his size. I saw a play against LSU. Um, it was a, it was a power run and a, the dude went to, uh, I think it was Brissett Edwards went to bounce it back inside. And then, um, yeah, Quinn Williams was in that hole. Uh, Quinn Williams strings it out to a safety, Deontay Thompson and Deontay Thompson gets him to the sideline, but Quinn Williams finishes the play at the sideline. So it's like, damn, this dude is all that is all that in a bag of chips on the interior. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, I let, dude, chips uh, are awesome. Sun chips, bang. Um, yeah, he's all that in a bag of chips on the interior, but he's good laterally as well. It gets him to the ball quicker. 
um, his ability to distinguish blocks, uh, you know, as far as play recognition goes, it's already next level. So these Aaron Donald comparisons are very, um, very warranted. It's just a matter of, um, you know, where where he's going to go. I, I think he could go number one, call me crazy, but um, just as far as what Arizona needs, I don't see why they would force a scheme fit with Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's a great talent, but he flourishes at a 4-3 end. I think um, – I if Arizona Yeah, if Arizona sees just that little bit from Quinn Williams, I think they're gonna they're gonna go on him and they are their notion every mock draft ever. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Their their notion is they already got their outside guy in Chandler Jones. Why not get someone on the interior? Quinn Williams is your guy, best interior defensive lineman in years. Um yeah, he I mean, years past, like you know, others have gotten that staple of best interior lineman we've seen in years, like the Brian guy from Florida last year, he hasn't really lived up to that. Um, I can think of a few others that haven't really lived up to it, but I, I think Quinn Williams is, yeah, real he's, deal. he's like that. Yeah, he's a real deal Holyfield as far as I'm concerned. I think the Cardinals could really go with him at number one. And that would actually be, you know, that would actually bode well for Nick Bosa. Considering they don't trade the pick, they could go with him at number one. And that might happen, but I'm, I'm straying away from that notion I'm by gonna, the day. I'm going to have to uh, stop you. <laughs> Shut up, dude! You're going on, you're going on way too much. You're yeah, I'm getting, ex- I'm getting excited. <laughs> you're about to go into, and at pick number three, I have. Yeah, my big talk about one hang- and two. My and- big board's hanging right there, but I really think Quentin Williams could go number one. <laughs> how how well would that bode for Nick Bosa if he I went mean, to a four three team? I, I Even mean, better for him. Yeah, I mean, it, but I I think he could play three four too. I think fair you pair, uh, Chandler Jones and Nick Bosa. It, It'll be like the Von Miller and Chubb. Uh, Chubb. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. All right. My last prospect is quarterback Will Greer out of West Virginia. I've been saying this for months. Uh, he is going to be the best quarterback in this draft. Uh, he's the most pro-ready quarterback. I mean, guys like Haskins and Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, they all need some work. Will Greer is ready to go. And inbox, you just need to add a little water, and it'll be good. Uh, ceiling isn't as high as guys like Haskins and Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. but his floor is higher, I think. Uh, I so it'd be a perfect fit for teams like Jacksonville, where they are ready to go. I mean, before the trade, mm-hmm. Denver, that would I, be a um, cool move. I think that. I think the Jacksonville drafts maybe O-line or D-line in the first round, and Will Greer hangs around for the second, second round, and he's still there. That's why I like him so much. That's what's cool about Will Greer is he's slept on. Like that's like a, I don't know if you guys have noticed a trend in my prospects, but I like guys that are like first-round talents mm-hmm. that are going to fall due to team needs or yeah. just overthinking. I think Will Greer could easily be – if people's if if people if the need for quarterback was higher than it is, I think Will Greer could be a right. top fifteen player. Yeah, he also catches a lot of flack for that Big Twelve, like that Cupcake Conference. Yeah, but if it, like, I mean, same with Kyler Murray, but he won the Heisman. That's the only kind of distinction. But I, I I'm high on Will Greer. I am um, I, I I'm not dying on the same hill as you are for him, but. 
that's only because I haven't chosen a quarterback in a relatively marginal quarterback class to stand for yet. I mean, it's probably going to be Kyler Murray, to be honest with you. I would love to see that man in a Giants uniform. It would be absolutely dangerous, but uh, that's, a, that's a conversation for another day entirely. Uh, I, I understand your praise for Will Greer, though. I really do. I just want to, I just want an organization to draft him and not put too much on his plate because if you take your time with Will Greer, I think he could be very good as far as concepts go. But he has all the, you know, all the on-field talent I think to play in the league and be. He's good. going to be a solid starter for many of the years. And go to go back to what yeah. you were saying about the Big Twelve thing. I've always said that's ridiculous because Pat Mahomes played in the Big Twelve. Like, come on, dude. Like, but you know, some people and scouts have leveraged that against Big Twelve quarterbacks. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 no, it is stupid. But I, I just wanted to be objective and slap that. Like, I, I it know is bullshit. They don't play defense, dude. They play defense. There's defense. There, there's definitely a defense on yeah. the team, even though it's bad. Right. And it's not as good In as... me putting that out there, I wasn't agreeing no, with no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Nah, I just I, had to put it out there. I didn't yeah. want to make it sound like sincere. Like, I was like, oh, fuck the Big 12. No. Good quarterbacks come out of the Big 12. Yeah. I follow it, you. It's, no doubt. It's like... uh, They they play defense. Mm-hmm. They're not as good as the SEC. But it's also because these offenses for all these Big 12 teams are so high-powered. Like, I hate mm-hmm. when people say they don't play defense in the Big 12 because they do. They just can't. It's like the NFL now. Like, we said it for months. Yeah. You don't play defense in the NFL. You contain. It's containment. Yep. Yeah. It, that's how it is in the Big 12. The Big 12, arguably, like, I could definitely die on the hill and say that the Big 12 is one of the most, like, pro-ready conferences in the NFL. Like, it gets you most pro-ready. Because you're, that's a study I want to do, like guys who have like made all pro and pro bowl by conference. Yeah, that's. A, I really want to look into that because, like, if you think about it, SEC, Bama, LSU, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi but, State this year especially. But you're saying Ole Miss, Mississippi State, like Auburn, who, Florida. Who, who of those guys, like besides LSU and Bama? What what school after that is producing top first round talent every single year? That's a fair critique. I just mentioned I just mentioned Ole Miss to throw a name out there. Oklahoma has a first round guy every year. Yeah, Oklahoma has back to back Heisman quarterbacks as well. West I mean, Virginia always has second and third day guys, like forty of them. You know what I mean? Like they always have guys that just slip under yeah, the radar. Yeah, top to bottom consistency. Yeah. I I feel you. I just mentioned Mississippi State this year because Jeffrey Simmons, Abram, no, and yeah, Sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A defense is loaded. Yeah. Like look at all the talent they, coming off that defense. But they didn't like really capitalize like in play and play. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Talent. I, it was that's there. symptomatic of the team though. So if you're More holding, so if you're guys. holding your draft process against oh they didn't play well in the ncaa it's ridiculous nick bosa played what markel fultz's team didn't even make the tournament in ncaa basketball and he's number one i'll die on that hill too the uh i don't think you could be a good nba player if you don't make the tournament in the ncaa i'm wrong about it with ben simmons but i'm right about markel Ben Simmons almost made the tournament, by the way. That and I was, dude, that team sucked. Look yeah. at all the praise we're heaping on LSU this year. 
Ben Simmons might add half that. Yeah, Antonio Blakely or whatever his name was. Blakely. Really all right, and like two ball dominant players like that. Hell no, it's and, not gonna work. And uh, I'm I was right about it with Trey Young. Trey Young made the tournament. Everybody was shitting on him because Oklahoma was so bad. Dude, Trey Young, is, he's been having a good couple weeks, Yeah, though. he's been dropping like good, 30 points. Good. I was a little unsure about Trey Young, a lot more sure about Doncic, and rightfully so. But, I mean, Trey Young could be good in this league. And, I, I mean, think he'll we're, be good. Yeah, we're, we're kind of straying away yeah. on things. And I mean, that, we're that done. Is a, we're, yeah, yeah we're, just, we're just filling up air. Yeah. But uh, you want to go into the, uh, into the, the look ahead? Breaking the news, yeah. Yeah, breaking news. All right, oh, guys, shit, so news. we want to start – I mean, we can still do the Skype calls, so we want to bring more people on to do the Be a GM mm-hmm. uh, episodes, have fans on of different teams. We so. could really open that up to, I mean, NBA any, at yeah, this any, point. any um, sport. Our we'll boy, talk about Our boy tennis. Locker Room LA is going to be coming on here pretty soon, a guy I've talked with from uh, LA. We're going to try and have him on here pretty soon. Talking about the NBA. Yep, big uh, NBA guy for have sure. Have a few fans of different teams, like personal friends yeah, that are going to come on definitely. and talk about their teams. But then we also want to do a mailbag episode uh, this Thursday. I think we're going to record it. Yeah, that's So perfect. we have one day tomorrow to send in your guys' questions. It could be about uh, where do you think Clay Thompson's going in free agency? Noah, what's your favorite pizza topping? Bennett, my girlfriend just cheated on me. Give me some advice. Like I, I want ever any anything. I want what our political yeah, this, views are. <laughs> this exceeds sports. Like especially for me, I'll, I will take the political <laughs> gladly. I might go off on another tangent like I did uh, on the uh, on the man Quinn Williams, but I will take your political <laughs> questions. I I don't care. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. So anything. we'll post something on all our social medias tomorrow. Uh, so definitely send us some questions. Uh, if you're listening this far, you are a true gamer boy <laughs> or girl <laughs> or girl. Gotta be yeah. neutral. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure you send us our que- your questions. Um, I want every person that listens to this. I can see how many people listen to this, by the way. So I know how many questions we should receive and I want, I'm going to subtract two because me and Bennett are going to listen, and then I want all those questions sent in. I don't care what they are. I want them all. Uh, any last words? <laughs> yeah, gun to my head. Any last words? <laughs> um, yeah, mock draft coming up post-combine. Definitely yeah. uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. We are going to try and get it on <laughs> YouTube. It is not easy, the YouTube yeah. shit. You- I think I figured it out. We're gonna definitely figure that out. Try and make it as accessible it'll, for you it'll guys be as possible up by the time we do the mock draft. Exactly, timestamps the whole thing. But definitely watch the combine this week. Not just the guys we said, but if you you know yeah. if you see needs for your team, watch those position groups hard. Find those diamonds in the rough. Senior Bowl week, a lot of guys really rose to the front. Yeah. Andre Dillard comes to mind. Debo Samuel. Hunter Renfro, like a lot of guys really put their name out there as far as the NFL draft goes for senior for senior bowl week. Imagine imagine senior that, week. but with the <laughs> You almost said senior dude, week. Dude, I almost said senior <laughs> week. I put my name out there for senior week and it was fun. So but for senior bowl week, a lot of guys really put their names out there, got themselves on the map or back on the map. Yeah. But the the combine, that's that's the case even more so. So, you know, really Really get wonky with that shit. If you're not doing anything this weekend, early next week, invest invest some time. It's a really interesting process to watch. I know I'll be watching. 
I definitely want to see, you know, the three guys I said, Metcalf, Ja'Kai Plight, uh, Quentin Williams. I definitely want to see how they how they measure up. I think, like I said, I think Metcalf stocks can go up even more, but we will cover that at a later date. Watch the freaking combine this weekend. Invest some time. Um, yeah, see where your team needs to go. Really, yeah. really keep it, keep your eyes open. And, uh, yeah, that, that's it for me. Really just looking forward to this mailbag episode. Do not bluff on those questions. Hit up our Twitter at sportsdeskpod underscore. Actually, hold on. Let me just make sure. I think that's the Instagram. Hold on. Sportsdeskpod. No, it's our Twitter. It's our Twitter. Yep, it is our Twitter. And then our Instagram is sportsdeskpod. Yeah, the sportsdeskpod. No, it's the sportsdesk, right? Hold on. Uh, I don't know. We're drunk. But uh, (laughs) Twitter is definitely definitely at sportsdeskpod underscore. Hit us up on there. We'll uh, we'll take your questions, you know, via there or the Instagram. The Instagram is just the Sports Desk Pod. Yeah. All one word, no underscores. So uh, yeah, definitely hit up our socials with your questions. Um, if you got our personals, we'll we'll take it how we can get it. Really looking forward to doing this mailbag episode. Any and all questions. Um, try and keep it like I say any and all questions, but you know. Keep it within reason, you know. We're we. No, I want all the questions. Okay, he wants. I was talking about how much lines or tigers weighed. All right, uh, yeah. Let me let me just put this thing back and drive. Any and all questions. (laughs) Any and all questions. I want it all. Any and all questions. Um, Hit up our socials. Hit up our personals if you feel so inclined. Have that access. Yeah. Any and all questions. We're here for it, guys. That is all for me. Really looking forward to the air. The the Airbnb episode, not nah, the mailbag episode. <laughs> the Airbnb. Um, uh, send right. us your questions. No bluffs. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> all right, guys. good night, everybody. See you.